do the the podcast. It's Bob and Ow! No, the uh, guest today is Drew Hot, and it's a uh, hot. No, it's it's a uh, first day of fall. It's a uh, it's a good podcast. We had a good time, fun, 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 and uh, got music in the background. Had a had a little conversation about George W. Bush. You know, nobody talks about him anymore. Um, yeah, Drew. Hot is a musician, and he describes uh, you know the origin of his band's uh, you know uh, name. And uh, you're, you're, it's uh, Fly Janet Airways. Uh, or, okay, like uh, check it out. It's gonna be fun. I guarantee it. Okay, uh, this isn't awkward. This is great. This is great. I got uh, shows on the regular. At the secret group every other Monday at the secret group, you can watch the successful show. That's uh, eight o'clock every other Monday. The secret group. Moreover, you can see me host every week on Thursdays at Avant Garden upstairs, the Laugh Attic. Come upstairs, all you laugh addicts, and you can uh, find a place to giggle it's a it's a giggly time with uh good vibes i bet all right so uh uh yeah stand-up comedy it's going real well everybody loves it and music yeah and more all right listen to this podcast he's my friend drew hot and we've known each other for a long time he's got a lot of interesting life experiences he's a well-traveled, uh, uh, very sophisticated, intelligent, and uh, a, a witty and uh, vivacious person. So, uh, God damn it, you're going to like it. Uh, thank you, motherfuckers. This is the Healing Club. Um, this is Ray Bedford. You're listening to the Goddamn Healing Club. Why don't you get out there and heal? Recording podcast. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. This we got a, a special guest from Fly Janet and Weaver Wolves and Brooklyn Athletic Club. Drew Hot here is a is a is a guest in the apartment studio. Uh, try to speak as close as you can into the microphone there. Hello. Hey, Drew. Hey, buddy. How you been? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I did something stupid the other day, uh, and um, I was walking with my boyfriend Andy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were walking over to Cecil's, and it was very dark on the sidewalk. Right, and um, we're on on Gray Street, and he sees behind a fence this car that's like an art car. And he's yeah. like, "Oh wow, look at that!" And it's got mushrooms growing on top of it, like giant mushrooms the size of the car on top of the car. And he's taking a picture, and I'm like, "Oh wow, that's great!" And uh, so he distracted me, and then I. I didn't realize that on the sidewalk, like there was there was a telephone pole sticking up out of the sidewalk that I didn't uh, look at. Yeah. Or I didn't see was there. And then I, I I'd been turned to go look at this stupid art car. Uh-huh. And then I then I continued walking and I walked right into the telephone pole and it broke yeah. my glasses. Really? Yeah. My seven hundred dollar Prada glasses. Those ones you're wearing now? Yeah. It's the only expensive thing I own. How'd you even fix so fast? They're not fixed. Where are they broken? Look, look. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're very fragile. Oh, you wouldn't let me touch them. Yeah, I yeah. saw. 
<laughs> like, so you, you ran, was it a metal or was it like a wooden light pole? Yeah, it was a big, big uh, telephone pole. Really? Yeah, and it felt very <laughs> stupid. Yeah, okay. And he laughed at me. Yeah. And then we got in a big fight. You, oh, you were mad. You were sour. Yeah, I was like, you, because you made me look at the stupid uh, art car, you, you bastard, baby, you dude. fucking asshole. You threw a I big, wouldn't, have, you wouldn't have ruined my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I mean, you know, uh, you should get insurance on them if they're so precious and expensive. Oh, no, nah, I didn't get insurance. Uh, I just gotta get new glasses. Yeah, yeah. what are you gonna do? I'll get Why the get cheap shit. I'll just get some cheap shit. I'll probably get them fixed, but yeah, I should get some cheap ass glasses. Get some walking at night. Yeah, one of the one of the dancers told me that um, yeah, I work at the strip club DJing still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot great, about that. Yeah, it's a great job. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> it's that's, fine. That's it's sick. I like it. But uh, yeah, but the yesterday a dancer told me that uh, her dog. She left her earrings out on her bedside table, and then her mm-hmm. her dog ate her earrings. That's horrible. And then she had to dig through dog shit to get the diamonds back out. Well, she was more concerned about the diamonds and the dog. Like, wouldn't it fuck the dog up? Well, the dog earrings? was fine, but the she the diamond earrings. Though? Why'd she? Why the dog eat the diamond earrings? Just because they were just there by the uh, a mischievous guy. Yeah, my dog. All yeah, right. but uh, damn. You imagine digging through dog shit to get your diamonds back? For I guess some diamonds, yeah. I mean, that would make. Is this? I'm sorry, I was so far back. I oh, it's okay, it's okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess for diamonds, I would dig through shit. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, uh, uh, I think just, a lot of the dancers like to act like money doesn't matter to them. Oh, right. Okay. But so it was. It was kind of. She was in a vulnerable place, uh, telling me that she was. You know. And then she had to say, "Well, you know, <laughs> the, you know, the, the diamonds were like huge. They're massive. <laughs> they I had like, to." Ten thousand dollar diamonds. Right, yeah, yeah. They only made one two pairs of these, one for <laughs> me, one for Princess Die. What's the let me ask, what with the um with the dancers at the club, like do they make a lot of money? Yeah, yeah. yeah they do. What's like a what's is it uh, some of them do, some of them don't. Really? Yeah. Is it because of the days you work? I don't something? know. Yeah, um, it's it's just uh there's a hierarchy. There's some who are good at it, some who are good at talking to people. Do they have regulars like a restaurant would have or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the bartenders would probably have. Yeah, there's like there's regular creeps. There's like uh, guys who go broke gambling, watching the sports and. Oh, Badger's uh, FaceTime video in. Oh, hey Badger. Well, I'm, we'll answer okay. later, huh? Okay. We'll call him. Right. When is he gonna call us? Drew knows a guy named Badger. Yeah, uh, he's uh, he plays bass in our band. Okay, so let's talk about you, Drew. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to hear more about this hierarchy before we're going to get back. To, I don't know what you want to do. Was that? I don't know. The, I, I think there's just like a, there's there's people who are there every day who, uh-huh. who, who, who uh, spend a lot of money at the strip club or just don't spend any money, but just hang out there all the time. And drinks are really ex- very expensive there. And Right. I don't know. It's just to some people, it's like they're cheers. That's true. Yeah. But uh, to some people, they just um, they go there and. You'd have to have millions of dollars to 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 really appreciate the place. To have like the to, to, to have the right. ideal yeah. time. Okay. You know? Okay. And yeah, I mean, I think that you know, it's probably you know people go there for not just the drinks though, right? So yeah, for, for the, the ambience. The amb- yeah, the ambiance. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it, it's expensive. I can't. I'm not rich enough to go. Yeah. Yeah. And there's this, there's this one old guy. I don't know who uh, I thought it was really, really awful a couple of weeks ago when he, he, he 
he uh, was sitting at the bar and he asked me to put on the Little League World Series. Yeah. On the one TV, which Wait. I thought was a weird thing to want to watch <laughs> at yeah. the strip club. Well, I mean, but then he's, he's got money on it, you know. <laughs> so he's like, I used to be a coach. This is it. And then he. Oh, really? He yeah. was a coach? Yeah. He's like, I was a Little League coach. And, now it's not. and he was telling me about all these good people that were in, on his teams 20 years ago, gone on to be in the military. And then he's talking. He started getting real conservative, which is another yeah. thing. I. I don't like talking to the people there because they're all super conservative for some reason. Oh, really? They're all like uh, family values and stuff. And it's like, <laughs> all right, you're at a strip club and you want to watch uh, right, right. little boys play baseball and talk to me about God. That's it. That's, <laughs> I want. Yeah, it's weird, man. I don't know what that is. There's a weird. It's like they're. I it's don't a know. dementia thing. Yeah. I think it's a. Yeah. Disconnect or, from reality. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or psychos psychosis. I think, it, I think it's psychosis. Psychosis. Yeah, maybe yeah, so. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's something that we'll probably have one day. I'm uh, sure. I already have it. Uh, That's true. A lot of people are uh, like getting a little more brave and being upfront about their mental illness. Certainly, yeah. Yeah, like on stage talking about sure. autism or yeah. you know, depression or anxiety. I have psychosis. Okay. How, uh, how did... Uh, self-prescribed or something. yeah i'm a cold-blooded psychopath <laughs> fuck yeah dude that's <laughs> sick as hell yeah. man i was on a uh i was with a um i just i was on tour with this band and we uh one of the guys in the crew had took had like a one of those online quizzes that was an autism test right and so we all took it to see what our score was yeah and you're all autistic oh well, yeah i mean it oh. just yeah it ranks everyone <laughs> up there pretty fucking high you know what i mean um but some of the questions were pretty funny it was like uh, it's the, the the questions themselves were, I guess, normal, but the answers were funny because they were very definite answers. It was like always, never. So it's like whenever you're talking to someone, can you understand what they're saying with their body language? And the only answers are, of course, or no, no. not at all. And yeah. it's like sometimes, yeah, but sometimes when it's a person that's out of their mind, I have no clue what they're doing. Like what? How, there's no like you know nuance to the answers there. So then it's kind of strange the scale that it judges you on because yeah. it's prescribing the answers to you. A lot of the psychiatric stuff is like that where it's, it's skewed toward giving you a positive answer and, and, give, and getting you on that medication. Sure. I, mean, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's because there is right. Wouldn't you imagine? Like, I feel like you could probably read someone's body language pretty well, but maybe not everywhere at all times. And that's not really a, yeah. an option for the, these tests it's always yeah. straight up like i always can or never can which i don't know maybe that's the way it works maybe i'm just autistic and i i don't think i look people in the eye very much i think i oh, really? i think that's what made me a really bad waiter was okay. never looking people in the eye yeah you're it, shady it, looking it, when you're taking their orders <laughs> like uh, you know, what yeah, do you want sure bud yeah i'll make sure <laughs> there's no onions in your enchilada oh, <laughs> are you still waiting tables anywhere or no no, no. yeah no, just uh, doing stand up and uh, you know slanging songs at the strip club. Fuck yeah, dude! You should yeah. play one of our songs. Can you do that? I could totally do that if, if it's on so uh, the Spotify or uh, title. Yeah, we're oh. on that shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's. I'm not. I've never used title before, but uh, it's on there. Yeah, so. I only use it to listen to Neil Young. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, he's not on Spotify or anything. No, so Joni Mitchell and Neil Young aren't on Spotify. And what about Apple? They're not on Apple Music. I think they're on Apple, but I don't. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. I use Title. Uh, it's also for my DJ program. I have to 
Oh, okay. Anti- but uh, yeah. is Dino is Title real big with DJs? That's the thing. I don't know why it it like I have like a DJ Pro thing. It's like okay. my backup system because I use Virtual DJ at the club oh, through sick. their computer. But if that is down, then I have to have a backup system. Okay. So I pay twenty dollars a month for like uh, you know, stuff I don't use. I don't think <laughs> I don't think I've ever like not a single time has anyone ever directed me to like if I've picked up their phone to change the song. Has it ever been on title? I mean, and very rarely Apple Music. It's usually yeah. Spotify. Isn't that Jay Z's thing? Title? I think so. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like Jay Z and Daft Punk and Jack White or something weird. Oh, okay. Or Jack White involved in it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, they were all in some like big press release thing for all. of it. I don't know, but supposedly all of these things like pay differently, and supposedly title pays artists the most is what they claim. I don't know, hmm. but it takes like a lot of streams for you to get any money from yeah uh, i don't even think like artists got paid that much from selling records back in the like 25 years ago when people sold cds i think they got paid a lot more but it was still most of the money going to the record companies and i I, yeah i mean i think that's yeah i think i'm from the stories that you hear people have just been claiming they've been getting fucked the entire time so i mean i'm assuming that, that there's some truth to that but I've never had the luxury of getting fucked. You know what I mean? Like, so it's never been the, the, the micro aggressions or like the micro fucks that we, you know, I might've seen in my personal career. Haven't like really, you know, been, there's been no stakes involved. Um, but I can tell you from like the streaming services. Yeah. You don't see much from yeah. that. Like when we used to bands used to, you know, when you were a band, you'd start out and you'd like record a record and you'd press like CDs through like disc makers or whatever, you know, and you'd go to band shows and they'd have CDs at the merch booth. And I think that's kind of phased out. Like, I think people are using vinyl records as like the currency of a di- like a, of a, a physical yeah piece of like, you know, of I'd rather music. have a record. Right. Yeah. And so like you don't really see those CDs going out like at a merch table anymore because everyone's just streaming. No one like probably even... Like when was the last time you popped a CD? I didn't it's even... very hard to listen to a whole album, right? For, for me now, yeah. Sure. I yeah. just listen. I make playlists on it. every day. I add songs to a different playlist, and I'm always listening to music that way. Right, right. And so I mean, but that's the way that we. Whenever we were back in my like the bands when I was like much younger, um, you know, you would make CDs and then you'd bring them to shows and sell them at the merch table because like there was no streaming platforms then. And so, like, in, on our independent label, like, we would see that $5 or $10 immediately, right? Oh. But we had no distribution. It wasn't going anywhere. The only way that you would ever see that CD is if, like, we had it at our – you came to see our band somewhere. It wasn't at Best Buy. No, no, yeah. no. So, like, there was no, like – we actually benefited from a physical copy, but no one buys that. And, you know, like you're saying, you'd probably have a vinyl record instead or – do you make shirts now? Shirts, yeah. Shirts. I mean, yeah. this band is real new, too. We just released that record. So it's a very new project. Um, and so our, our merch and shit, we haven't even really... We, we have purchased all of the stuff. We have it, but we haven't set up like an online store or whatever to sell it. When was the first time you uh, went on tour? Or like, How long have you been playing music now? Um, I started playing like in bands and stuff whenever... like playing shows when I was like 15 or 14 years old, probably 15 really though. Um, at like coffee shops and crap, you know, 
my parents would drop me off and like with a guitar amp my you know my friends bands that we would start in our garage learn like couple of cover songs and write our own songs. Is this then, around Houston? This like, was in Beaumont where I grew Beaumont. up. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I grew up in Beaumont and then moved to Houston when I was like 23. Ah. Mm-hmm. And does any of the stuff that you started at still exist? Any uh, of the, like, are we still performing? Like the coffee shops or any of the venues you used to play at? Oh, do they still exist? Um, I don't think so, no. I mean, in Beaumont, where there's a place called the Art Studio that's in downtown, which is exactly what the name is it's art studio they'll have like um you know gallery showings and stuff like that there but um you know we would play shows there that place is still open and um but like the coffee shops and stuff not so much that i remember it's a little small town there's not a lot of yeah and in houston too i think um i'm just thinking at the top of my head all the different venues that have closed down just in the time that i've lived here like mary jane's fat cat yeah of the engine room uh proletariat yeah uh what else is the shut mink down the, the mink, mink. Yeah. yeah um there was there was there was a there was walters when it was on like washington and then it moved over off of nailer um fitzgerald's obviously yeah i guess last concert cafe is still there but I think that's that still, was yeah. never really a cool venue for music for some reason i i did comedy shows there and it was never oh, that yeah. cool i don't know why it, i think that they have a i think that there is a i think they have like a big reggae fest and stuff like that i yeah. think that's like the yeah i think that's more of like what they're i, I mean i don't know i i've never been there so i don't know oh. but we would also like play clubs that were outside of houston there was a lot of like java jazz and fuel cyber cafe and like all these other little because we were so young, it had to be an all-ages place, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, this was whenever we would, like, you know, hand-draw flyers and then, like, Xerox them and pass them out in high school and stuff like that. And that's, like, we would try to play people's house parties and whatever. And then eventually there was a, a, a club that was, like, a bar, a proper bar that opened up in Beaumont. And they would let us play shows there when we were, like, 17. And that place was called the Vortex. It was cool. You had to get permission to be there. Yeah, yeah. But like all the bartenders and people that ran it were all people that were doing shows or or hosting gallery openings or whatnot at the art studio, the place that I was telling you about. They opened up this like punk rock bar. And then so since we already knew them, they would let us go and shoot pool and we would smoke cigarettes in there and shit. And then we would start playing shows there. And they were eventually able to bring in bands that were cool from like Austin and Houston and shit. And so through playing shows there, we were kind of able to like see what those bands did and take their brain or whatever. And then did you go on tour recently, like overseas or something? Or yeah, so now I do. Uh, I work as like a backline tech, so I go on tour with bands, you know, um, doing stage management and setting up guitars and drum kits or whatever the hell. Oh, okay. Is up there? Yeah. Cool. So I work with. Uh, different acts but the band that I'm currently working with we we were just on tour in uh, Europe and uh, the UK we did like 28 dates nice. which is something like that I think yeah oh, so it's pretty sick I want to travel so badly I never get out of Houston I'm, I've been uh, yeah. I was traveling a lot in my early 20s but now I've just ever since I got to Houston it's like I, 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 I never leave I never go anywhere yeah yeah well I mean it's what? It's uh, there, there's a the airports. There's two of them. I know. <laughs> I just I'm too I'm too lazy. And if I had real money, I would do it. But like yeah, don't I'm, you you don't travel for comedy and stuff? I thought I'd seen you out doing shows in 
Yeah, sometimes I'll go to Austin. Right. Yeah. But uh, even that is like my car sucks so much that I, I'm afraid to drive it. Yeah. Out of and um. Well, I just I just sold my car, so I I mean, just sell your car. Yeah. Fuck it, dude. Yeah. Huh. Hop on a mega bus. Yeah, yeah, I've done that before too. But Those then... suck though. They're so bad. <laughs> well, like you know, it's 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 um I. I, it is cool because we for the gig you do get to travel but like you know it is it's also it sounds super corny but like it is work and so there's not you just see a lot of like the um the inside of a, a automobile like a you know inside of a bus or inside of a van or yeah inside of a plane at an airport and then you go straight to a club or a festival and the festival grounds are usually like an hour outside of a city or something or like you know even if you go to nrg for like a festival it's so big you're like stuck in there you can't really leave you know it's not so easy and so when you're out like that if you don't really have days off or whatever you're just kind of seeing like a gas station then like you're in your van and then like you see whatever you're driving by then you end up at a club and you're there for eight hours yeah then you drive overnight and do the same thing so it is sick but you don't get to like go gallivant and eat yeah fancy how's that bob seeger song go um, it's like uh, you know turn the page like, oh no, yeah just... yeah the metallica song dude yeah, it's that old, same old cliche yeah. woman over man <laughs> yeah dude. i don't know what the fuck but it's yeah it's it's like that it is funny though being um like you know uh people assuming that it's like a sweet sick ass fucking raging party all the time and you're like you know i'm older now and it's like yeah everyone's tired no one yeah it's just like uh waiting rooms and uh yeah and and traveling yeah certainly yeah i want to do that as a i want to i want to make it big as a comedian but uh i don't know for now i'm just like i just want to keep trying to go up as many times as possible locally and sure get good enough for 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 any success if it happens to be deserved and i don't know i think i heard this one uh like in order to grow strong, grow slowly. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. Because if you grow too fast, then then you'll break with the you're with a the weak with, pussy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, well, I, I was curious. With like, um, is there? Uh, does Houston have like? You're pretty much you're in walking distance of quiet or like to get to a lot of the clubs around here, right? Yeah. Like, well, to get to Rudyard's and Avant Garden, where I do the Thursday show now. Yeah. And um, yeah. Secret group, I, I've walked there sometimes, but sure. I usually have to drive. Right, right, right. Uh, aside from that, there's nothing really like. There's, there's the improv. They don't really like me at the improv. Though. What you do? I don't know. I'm just not their style. You're not looking I'm in the just eye, not. Huh? Yeah, I'm just not what they want. <laughs> They'll never be what they want. It's oh fine. god. I've I, seen some comedy there. I forget uh, who I saw there, but it's got a. Um, it's it feels like very like st it's weird it's very clean and like very like it feels like a movie theater or whatever i know it's in like that movie theater complex but it feels yeah. like very like you know I don't, I don't know what the word is it doesn't feel organic at all so it, it they they want you to uh feel like a like like a, like to be a professional comic you sort of have to be sort of like commercial and fake and plastic and yeah 
you know, my wife. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Whatever happened to those comics that would wear like suits and ties and like do corporate events? Do those still exist? Yeah, I guess they do. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll never get paid to do that either. I, oh, man. <laughs> I'm just not that. I saw something on YouTube about I'm, some comedian who would like make up all these really like he would embellishments on his resume. And he was saying that he was a, like a corporate comedian and that he could pay all this money and. You know, he was flying private to all these shows that they put him in first class. And, you know, you talk all this shit, but no one could prove he had no like real evidence that or something like that. And he was it the same guy who lied about his age. He was yeah. like 48 years old, but he was pretending to be 25. Yeah, that dude. Yeah, that was hilarious, man. Uh, who was that guy? I don't remember, but that is funny. That's a, that's a funny move, man. <laughs> but I don't think that he was doing it as a bit, right? He was just trying no, to no. pull the wool over. Yeah. Still, man, more power to you, dude. That's pretty fun. It's amazing what people will believe if you just tell them yeah. something. If you just, if I were to tell you that I was 25, I bet you. I thought yeah. you were, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, dude. Well, I mean. Even though I've known you for like 10 years. That's true. After we met when you were 15, <laughs> though. Like, Remember, you had me buy you cigarettes and beer. <laughs> yeah. You were playing shows at the coffee shop like me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, it's, that was a. Uh, I think that rocks. I think just lying about frivolous shit is pretty, it's a fun one. Yeah. You know? uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm not comfortable lying. I, I, uh, I always, uh, I always break. Yeah. You know, I, I always, I always just break down and go, no, I'm lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Even to the police or something. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would yeah. <laughs> be like, I'm sorry. You got me. Well, um, uh, do you get arrested a lot? No, no, I don't get in a lot of trouble, but oh, okay. You seem yeah. like a troublemaking kind of guy. Oh, uh, everybody was super like I was at the strip club. The last incident I had with the police was at the strip club uh, during the day I was working and a police raid came in and like 30 cops with SWAT team for what equipment came with their faces covered to make sure nobody was having sex oh, cool. in there and that nothing illegal was happening at the club. It's a regular they. Clubs always get raided, like a strip club always gets raided. And um, and then I had to, like, I was standing in the DJ booth and somebody, I just put somebody on stage. I was like, whoa, look at the beautiful Delia. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then, then the cop, like, walked in and then he took the microphone and he was like, this is a, a raid, Houston police, this is a raid. If you're an entertainer, head to the dressing room. Oh, man, you're free to leave. Gentlemen, get out. Women, go to the dressing room. This is a Houston police raid. And everybody thought it was me that made the announcement. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so they hired the cop. They're like, this is Yeah, and so then role. all the dancers, they like took their drugs and flushed them down the toilet. Oh. Because they knew that the police were there. And they were like, oh, thank God Bob was there to oh, tell shit. us there was a raid. But I wouldn't have gone on the rip mic and yeah. like, like announced that the police were there if they wouldn't have told me to. And, and then I didn't even do it. It was just the 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 guy, the cop, like said it over the mic, but they all thought it was me. And and then even the club owners were like, "Yeah, we heard you did good today." Oh no! Nice, and I was dude. like, I, I couldn't take the credit. I was like, "No, no, it was the cop." And then oh. they were all disappointed that it wasn't me. That yeah, you couldn't even lie saved. about being cool. <laughs> yeah, I got like, you. Well, what? Why did the cop do that? Is that normal practice? I guess. I guess it is. I don't uh, know. But uh, do you have a soundboard? Next time you should drop like a sound effect, <laughs> like wah wah. <laughs> That'd be cool. I wish we had a soundboard to do that. Like air horn oh, yeah. stuff. Or, Why can't yeah. you get one? Just uh, bring your phone. Yeah, I wish I could. I have this. Wait. 
<laughs> that is cool. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? Yeah. Where, um, where'd you get this at? This is, I got it from uh, my boyfriend Andy. Get. Damn, this is pretty what the sick. Hell is this you know, this reminds me. I was at um, the Galleria earlier today. Uh huh. Right. And they have like, uh, like whenever I was a kid, they had stores that sold crap like that all over the mall. You know. And I loved stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. They don't really seem to have that at the mall anymore. It's like really expensive shit and things i have no there's no reason for a store in the mall for it yeah it's all jewelry now yeah there's or like, like car like there's literal like car stores in the mall you can buy a tesla while you're shopping in the mall mm. that's weird to me yeah i i the last time i went to a mall was to buy my boyfriend some gold jewelry for his birthday uh, nice and um we went to, I don't, I don't know, this place on Sharpstown. What well, used to be Sharpstown Mall. Okay. But it's just all jewelry stores now. Sick. What kind of jewelry? I got him a, uh, I got him a little cat, like a gold cat ring. Sick. And, uh, and then I got him a chain. Where is that little cat? Yeah. He's hiding. He's he in hiding. that open box. Jasper. Uh, I think he's hiding in the, in, in my little closet bedroom over there. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, that's your bedroom in there? Yeah, yeah, put my bed in the closet. Nice. Yep, sleeping in the closet. That's pretty, that's, hey, pretty yeah. appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, dude, the mall sucks, bro. I hate the mall. Mm. It's fun for people watching, but there's not really the shop there. You got to be rich as hell. It's like going to the strip club. Yeah, I used to work at a mall in the Golf Mill Mall outside of uh, Chicago in Niles, oh. Illinois. Yeah. And uh, I worked at a structure clothing store. Oh, yeah. 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 Because I was like a little hot kid. Oh, really? Uh, They're like, oh, we need some hot kids to work at our store. Fuck yeah. Did you get free (laughs) jeans? No, no. I had to pay for everything. But, you know. Did you have to wear their clothes? I did. Yeah. That's kind of a good racket. Yeah. Those assholes. Like, it was $6 an hour or something. Yeah. And, like, all my money went to buying clothes. (laughs) There. Yeah. It's like Henry Ford. It's pretty good. I, whenever I was young, I worked at a Hollister in the mall. Oh yeah. But I was too disgusting for yeah. their standards. They put me in the back folding shirts. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah. So I was folding <laughs> jeans and whatnot. Yeah. 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 I bet you're hotter than all the people now, though. I bet you're hotter. Than, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what? What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do about it? But um, yeah, that sucked, dude. Working in the mall sucked. And. You know, I thought that, like, I might be able to get in with, like, someone that works at one of the other stores, like, get a free lemonade from the pretzel stand or something. But they never let me out of, like, the back dungeon thing. Oh. Yeah. And there's, like, a hallway through the back of the mall that they would have you enter and exit through. You never got to look at the customers. They're, like, You would never, yeah. Yeah. I would never have to stock the floor on that shit. Wow. Um, And there was probably, like, you know, that old staff that did it. I don't know. But, um yeah, they were. They're like, I remember they hired like a group of us, probably like ten, you know, high schoolers, or whatnot, and then of course they put like the animals in the stock room and the, in the hunks on the floor. <laughs> it couldn't get, have been that bad. Looking. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Oh, okay. I my, when I was working at that structure store, the funniest thing that happened when I worked there was, I was folding clothes in the front and like arranging the piles and the stacks and and talking to people when they walked in and yeah. this one guy had grabbed like 10 different things 
and he held up this one shirt and he's like, do you have this in an extra large? Cause it was like, a, it was just a large. And I was like, Oh, you know what we might. And I ran back and I got him an extra large. And then he just took it and he took all the rest of his stuff and walked out and the alarm went like, <laughs> like he was stealing all of it. And then he's like, Oh, this doesn't fit. Can you get me another one? That's and then sick. I ran back and got it for him. And then he's like, Oh, thank you. And then he walked off without paying for it. Hell and yeah. uh, I didn't stop him. I was like too impressed. <laughs> I was like, did it have like the little um, <laughs> yeah, the, the yeah clips on it? I don't know. You can buy something to get those taken off. Oh really? I think yeah. I knew somebody who had uh, like 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 the the mechanism that to they used to take the the clips off. Because you could just in a store, I guess, just put the shirt on and just walk out with yeah. the shirt on. Yeah, a lot of my friends used to shoplift a lot in high school. I would never now really? like uh, uh, it's. You're too good. Your karma, dude. You're well, no, karma. I'm just too scared. I've, yeah. But uh, when Have I was you stolen in high sense? Uh, no, no, I never steal anywhere. I don't mm. steal anything. I'm too proud. Oh, okay. I got oh. money. Yo, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Fuck. You love, you love, um, you love, uh, what is it called? What's the word I'm looking? Consuming, spending that money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I will. I'll say this. If for some reason, like. You know, I'm at the airport, uh huh. right? And I happen to not ring up, like, you know, some Skittles or something like that from the airport kiosk. Yeah. You know, well, no harm. Who's no hurt? Nobody's yeah. hurt. That's all right, yeah. huh? That's yeah. okay. I mean, and also everything's so expensive at the airport. You're kind of yeah. paying. I used to shoplift a lot, though. I And I used to, one time I was stealing a book from a Barnes & Noble. Yeah. I didn't realize that the book I was stealing had the sensor in one of the pages <laughs> yeah and then it, it went bing 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 and they're like oh uh come back here I, it, and i'm like whoa what happened uh they're like oh did you did you uh, do you have something in here no no and i just left yeah <laughs> so I, I don't know just, you act like nothing's wrong and then nothing's uh, wrong. act like you can yeah but yeah. uh that's about as cold-blooded as i've ever gotten i, I think i you know have you dined and dashed no, I've never done that. No, because that's fucking that over a waiter. I, I'd steal from a Barnes and Noble or mm-hmm. when and when I was in the army, I used to steal a lot before being deployed to Iraq because I was I was just like testing myself to see if I could handle the stress and the pressure of stealing. Oh, because what yeah. if what if I have to do something more dangerous overseas? How will, will I crack from the stress and the pressure? Right. If I'm interrogated and I'm captured, or or will I will I just be cool like when i'm stealing a pearl jam cd mm-hmm. from the circuit city <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you're right and you know what you might as well like yeah do it on american soil first right yeah yeah it's like all right. that makes sense i understand it's training are you man enough to steal your adrenaline's pumping alanis morissette Hell cd yeah, dude because if you can do that then you can kill people in afghanistan <laughs> <laughs> don't would, uh, were you jamming Alanis Morissette when you were in Afghanistan? No. When you were over there? No. <laughs> Did you go to Afghanistan? No. No, oh, I just okay. went to Iraq. My brother went to Afghanistan a few times. Oh, shit. That's pretty intense. Yeah. He was, How long were you in Iraq for? Uh, Just nine months. That's a long time. No, but other people were longer. So you traveled? Longer. Yeah, it was, that was <laughs> <laughs> You traveled, dude? I was saying, in my early 20s, I was traveling. Damn. I mean, where else so, you go? Um, I went to... France, that's once, and, uh, and Spain, mm-hmm. and um, and then I lived in New York City and nice. New Orleans. 
and, uh, and all then, the news. Yeah, <laughs> um, I never, I never, never made it to New Zealand. No. That, that's my dream. That yeah, you gotta wait till you're older. So you know, give yeah. some, give yourself something to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, it's how long were you, so in Chicago? It sounds like how long were you living in New York and all that shit before you got to Houston? Um, I lived in New York for a year after I got out of high school. Uh, my sister was completing a PhD from Columbia University. Whoa. And uh, I stayed with her, and my mom gave her $1,000 a month for me to stay with her. Sick. And pizza every day. <laughs> pizza. Uh, <laughs> Ramones. <laughs> Dude. Oh, yeah. Notorious B.I.G. mural. Yeah, uh, um, no, he was probably alive and kicking. I'm sure. I didn't make. Huh? It was 98. I think he was dead. He was dead then. Yeah, he they, died um, in 96. Right, Tupac and Biggie died the same year. I think in 96. I don't. Have you know? Have you seen on the internet that they've caught the guy that they say he killed Tupac? I did see something. I didn't no read one, the article, but uh, no one gives a fuck at all. At all, people care more about what Jada Pinkett Smith said about it. Than the dude that shot him. I don't even know what's happened. What did Jada Smith say? She, she was like, um, now we can finally, you know, have some peace or have some closure. Oh, I thought he just knew some information about who did it. And he was in the car. Was it? I don't know, I don't, dude. Like, Let's just make up a whole story. He was in the car. <laughs> he knew who did it. Right. Uh, but Yeah, I always thought that was really strange that they couldn't figure out that mystery. Why like, was that, how yeah. can you not solve a crime when a celebrity gets killed sure and wasn't wasn't there wasn't it on, in las vegas like on the strip i don't know i don't know anything neither do i yeah <laughs> i don't know shit dude we're gonna keep making crap up <laughs> yeah, a whole different story like, people are gonna be in the comments right yeah uh, fuck you idiots <laughs> fucking stupid yeah biggie died in 9-11 <laughs> oh my friend jordan did this joke that i thought was okay okay but I think it would be better if he did the joke oh, okay. as George W. Bush. So can I do the joke the way that I think it should be done? Are you, for me, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is George W. Bush if he never would have become president, but instead would have started stand-up comedy. And he's like, hey, everybody, uh, let's talk about salads. Uh, I like salad dressing but i think the scariest salad dressing has got to be the one that is found only in the hidden valley <laughs> i did 911 <laughs> <laughs> his handguns yeah okay. Oh, okay all right no i don't think that one works you don't think that's no, very good no, no. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I like the hidden idea. valley ranch uh yeah. did 911 yeah 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 <laughs> Is that his? So your friend? I joke? was like, okay, he had the joke about salad dressing and the scariest one being Hidden Valley and the nine eleven part. And yeah. then I was like, what if it's George W. Bush <laughs> doing the joke? Okay, I and see. then after the punchline, he says, "I did nine eleven. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, I think that you took his joke <laughs> and so like, fuck your joke. Just make a nine eleven joke about. It. Yeah, okay. did you appreciate that? Or no, 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 you didn't. Um. But yeah, uh, I mean, it's, uh, I, what do you think about nine eleven? I guess is now I want what I want to ask, but, um, I do think that that the joke, uh, <laughs> works with or without the nine eleven part. 
I I would I think it would be funny if George W. Bush admitted to doing 9/11. Now, yeah, that would be <laughs> like, like like uh, like if it's him in the plane. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I mean, it's yeah. I, do you think that it would have the same like um, think people would react the same as they did to the UFO, where like people if he said that they did it, everyone would be like, no, you didn't do it. Yeah, Cause it's kind of funny how desensitized everybody is. It's like they had alien uh, hearings about six months ago, and yeah. like, yeah, we have aliens. All right, whatever. Yeah, right. And then yeah, yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. Well, then <laughs> everyone's the 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 joke now is that everyone's saying that now that the government admitted it, that no one believes it. Right? They're like, because yeah. the government said it. Right? I guess nobody ever nobody cares now. Yeah, it's strange. It's just like. But the things that people cared about 30 years ago, like the surveillance state, it's like, yeah, of course we're being monitored. Everything we say before it comes out of our mouths is... Sure. Yeah. yeah. Everything we think, it's like, yeah. They, Most definitely. Yeah, there's always somebody there <laughs> the watching. Dude, yeah. Of course. I mean, <laughs> I was talking today about, like, it's really funny to meet the people. Like, that's the thing that... That's kind of one of the things about... So this band that we started, right? That... um you were playing the song of the the name of the band is kind of in uh i don't know what the word i'm trying to where i'm trying to look for right now i'm kind of stoned sorry oh no but um it's kind of referencing like there's this airline that like flies people from vegas to area 51 like the employees that work at area 51 right and so there's this like plane company that goes just back and forth that's all they do is bring people to and from area 51 from the Vegas airport, right? Okay. And they're called Janet Airlines or something. So, oh, that's why it's called Janet. Yeah. All right, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, Janet, yeah. But um, I just found, I just we, we, we read about that because we found some, like, you know, YouTube videos, some conspiracy theory YouTube video that they are mentioning this. People were losing their top about it. Um, but I think that's, like, a really funny subculture of people who, like, really – are invested and believe in conspiracy theories like full tilt like in it they their life is like ran by you know just like you're being concerned about people listening to what you're saying or you know the fucking alien thing or whatever it is that's like their entire existence it's the only thing they care about day in and day out they'll like ruin their family life about like some of these conspiracy theories to me that's like the weirdest most interesting thing in the world yeah i don't get it maybe that's why but yeah, it, it's it's a strange thing that happens to people's minds when they turn. Yeah, you know, like have you ever had a friend that was normal and then just started talking about uh, the government raping our children or something? Or like, and then yeah. you're like, ah, now you're no fun, dude. Oh like, my god! Oh, man. Well, so it's it, like you found Jesus or something. No, that and, <laughs> and so like, that shit used to fucking. It really used to get under my skin because I would it. Because I felt like I had to convince them that, like, they're just out of their mind. You know, like, I felt like I had some dog in the fight that, like, why are they ta- telling me about this? I don't know. But I eventually am just, like, let it go and just, I want to hear more of, like, their crazy insanity. Like, tell me, if you want to vomit on me or whatever crazy shit you have to say, I'll, like, give you a moment because I want to hear it. Then yeah, I eventually so you, have to move on. Yeah, but I'm day. not like John Waters, like, oh, look how interesting this disgusting person is. I want to record it. Oh, no, no, I, no. I, I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, um, that shit grow. Yeah, I can't. But <laughs> it's it's it's, it's really different when it's somebody you care about who's suddenly uh, just 
crazed with these maniac theories and like the QAnon shit. Yeah, dude, it's so fucking insane. I don't understand like how I just don't get it. I don't know how like you can have an entire life and like, you know, loved ones and, you know, live your entire life without ever being a part of QAnon or thinking about that. And then something can pop spark in your brain and turn you to, to do a complete maniac or, you know, just make you say, oh, man, everything I thought was fucking wrong. And these people are older. They're like 45 years old. How the fuck? You're a full-grown adult. And this is like, yeah. and what, I don't know. What were you thinking all those years when you were normal? Yeah. What do you think of those years when you, you know, had, you know, normal friendships and relationships? and uh, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never, I've, I guess never, I've been lucky in the fact that I've only had like very surface level interactions with people like that. No one super close to me has like gone down a rabbit hole in that that way. But um, so on the surface level, it's like extremely interesting to like just hear that that exists, you know? Yeah. Like that. Uh, I think a lot of people like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Oh, yeah. He's I, out and about. Or something. Yeah. He used to be a lot more normal. He used to not be so like. uh like conspiratorial and 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 then there's the uh, I used to read these books by this guy Matt Taby who used to be a Rolling Stone magazine journalist. Okay. And now he's just like uh, completely rabidly, I don't know, omnidirectional hate. You know, I hate everyone. Oh yeah. And yeah. I'm like, um, I'm like that's boring too. Yeah, no. <laughs> It's like, well, you're a badass, dude. Holy shit. You heard about this guy? He hates everybody. <laughs> like, well, go away. Dude, that's so... All right, that means you hate me. All yeah, right. okay, <laughs> I know. Well, it's just, it's just such... I don't know. I find it so just very perplexing. And so with that being said, like those... That type of just like... If... Being like... If, if they did... If George Bush should come out and be like, oh, I did 9-11, and for everyone to just be like, oh, whatever. That, to me, is equally as crazy. Though. That would be funny. Though. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, you're right. The, the steel uh, beams, they melted it. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's, we, we, we tried it a, a couple times, so we had the, you know, the packets of explosives throughout the... Uh, right, right, yeah, right. We knew it was coming. and it was uh, like, It's my bad. Right. Sorry, <laughs> I, I, I did 9-11. <laughs> and everyone just moves on. Yeah, let me on. They're more like you know concerned about like a Logan Paul fight or something. <laughs> but I mean that would also it wouldn't wouldn't be shocking, you know. But yeah, to to, to for everyone just to gloss over that one. But I mean I don't know. But yeah, that was that. So essentially, long story short, is that that was like the idea behind that 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 band name too, though for that shit. Um, so we're trying to hopefully. The conspiracy world will take us in and yeah you know well, that's we'll that's a huge funny, what are some other bands that have had uh their their bands named after conspiracy things like foo fighters that's i think so there's something about they're like a jet or something like that i think i think they were Here. yeah ufos something. yeah i don't know um then there's the, the goo goo dolls oh the goo goo dolls mm-hmm. that what's that let's do you know that oh one? you don't want to hear about that dude Oh, you, get, a, you can't put this on YouTube if we talk about that. I'm not putting it on YouTube anyway. Oh, okay. No, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's like, there's probably some other ones. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of crazy fucking shit. There was, there's like, um, um, 
that uh, band um, Pussy Riot that got like in trouble and got oh in Russia yeah and I don't know if like they have anything to do with the conspiracies or political shit or whatnot but I know that like people freaked out about that in the conspiracy world you know I don't know so there's a whole bunch of fucking I mean we're yeah. being we're I mean yeah. I've I've started to think like uh, I've I'm I'm I've reached I'm past middle age now at 44. I think yeah. I, I don't think I'm gonna live to be 88. Okay. And um, and and I'm just lucky to have gotten this far. That's true. And so I'm not so stressed out about uh, the the but things it, that are ruining the planet. Sure. Especially since I don't have any kids and I'm not going to have any kids because uh, I'm gay. Oh. Okay. And. Uh, <laughs> So, right. so you know, I, I can be chill about uh, climate change, yeah, and uh, and and the corporate, uh, I don't know, fascists uh, raping our planet and, sure. and turning everything into sludge, and you know, the the fact that we're probably not gonna have like breathable air that you don't have to pay for in a hundred years. I don't know. I don't know what the worst case scenario is as far as, uh, yeah, you know, know, habitat loss and, you know, acidification of the ocean and the, yeah, coastlines disappearing and the huge migrations of people that are going to have to happen when so much of the planet becomes uninhabitable. Um, what are we going to do? Yeah, it's not my problem. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I'll be dead. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't even... I feel like I've been hearing that my whole life. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What, what are we gonna do? Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, dude, what the hell? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm j- I, I, every once in a while you hear about, um, you know, some huge piece of a um, glacier breaking off or something like that, right? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, dude? it's like the size of Florida just yeah. breaks off and melts into nothing in one day, and you're like, cool. "Fuck it." Yeah. <laughs> Who cares, like, dude? Yeah. I mean, what all the, the hell? penguins that live on it are all drowned. Yeah, oh, that was supposed well. to happen, dude. <laughs> if the I, I saw, you know, a lot of these like, um, like nature documentaries or whatever, they're not supposed to interfere with the animals, uh-huh. right? And there was one where like these penguins were stuck in like a. I don't know, some sort of valley they couldn't get themselves out of because it was the snow or something like that. And so the documentary crew went and, like, created a path for the penguins to get out. Yeah. You know? And supposedly it was controversial for helping the penguins. People were like, you're, you're not supposed to interfere. Aren't they, like, an endangered species at this point, though? Or? I, don't, uh, I don't know. I'm stupid also, as hell. I love penguins. I wouldn't want to watch them die. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't even, Yeah, they, they still want to put out a movie. They right. don't want it to be, like, this disgusting snuff film. Of <laughs> just fucking <laughs> dead penguins. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it seems pretty... I, I don't know. I didn't uh, realize that you weren't supposed to help at all. I guess that makes sense. But they're just... You're just going to let them die? It's fucked up. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. If you have the power to change, do something. I think, yeah, I think I, I I'm on the side of the filmmakers. If, I agree. If you're there and you're watching something bad happen, just make it stop. That's I don't don't just sit there and idly delight. <laughs> <laughs> they all had boners. They're like, yeah, yes, dude. God damn. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't. Supposedly, there's penguins at Moody Gardens mm. in, in Galveston, right? Are there? That's what they say. Or I've read. Mm. I've never seen a penguin in real life, but I would love it. Yeah. And yeah, I don't think I, I think they. I don't really go to zoos. Uh, no, why they seem every time I go, it seems like the 
I always go at the wrong time because the animals are always like basically just lying there though because they're dead or something. Yeah, you I'd know. love to see a rhinoceros. Or yeah, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I'd like to go on a safari. And isn't it funny or horrible how like <laughs> the the, the, like, uh, the ideal of manhood. 120 years ago was Teddy Roosevelt going out to Africa and just like shooting elephants and killing rhinoceroses and like big game hunting was like the coolest thing you could do as a man. That's it was like cool. enough to make you president. Oh, what's this? It's a Zen dude. Is this a tobacco? Yeah. Oh no, I don't do tobacco. I'm sorry. Oh, you got cigarettes outside. Oh no. I, I, uh, I've been off of uh, cigarettes for a month. Oh, for real? Yeah, I was, I I quit for eleven years, and then I started dating Andy two years ago, mm-hmm. and he smokes every once in a while. He'll sure. have a cigarette like once a week or something, and I thought, hey, I quit for eleven years, I could do that, and then you know, three days later, I'm like totally hooked. Oh, really? And, like, and then I back to a pack a day. Yeah. And um, it gets pretty. Uh, yeah, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, I quit for a while too, and then I just started. Yeah, I did the same thing. Oh, I, you like, did? Drunkenly started smoking. As someone that you know had a cigarette, I was like, oh, I have one, like a New yeah. Year's Eve party or something, and then just full Monty went back to smoking. Yeah, I thought that was gum. For the listeners, I thought he was handing me gum, but it was uh, no. uh, a it, little cigarette tobacco packet pouch yeah. for your gums. Yeah, it is peppermint. Yeah. So I mean, you could it's menthol peppermint, mm-hmm. something like that. But yes, I mean, I, uh, I, so I went and bought cigarettes before this, right? And uh, I'm not sure if, if you know, if you, what what you smoked, what kind of cigarettes you smoked. But I smoked Marlboro Lights. That's what I smoked too. Right, some yeah. good stuff right there. Yeah. And then those are like you know nine bucks or something like that. And then they have special selects that are six dollars. But they taste like shit for some reason. How what do they? It? What is the difference? Why know, is that? But I bought them. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why they taste like shit, but they, well, there's a definite difference. They, they taste different for sure. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had them. Mm. Oh well, I'll try. <laughs> yeah, I had. Well, I have the I have the real deal. Couple of those <laughs> yeah. left, so I'll try them okay. back to back and see. Right. But six dollars, yeah. You think it's just the shit off the ground or like just? Yeah, I I always wondered what budget tobacco why it was so much shittier. Or I, I think know. you're just addicted to the stuff. It's probably the same quality. Yeah, it's just the specific thing you're addicted to that they charge more money for like the crap that's the yeah. spray on it or whatever yeah when i was in europe you know we would we would buy cigarettes they rolling cigarettes is real popular right yeah but i would be buying just back cigarettes like normal drum and, cigarettes or yeah like whatever i don't even know benson and hedges or something right um and but i'd still be buying packs of cigarettes and uh you know everyone would be bumming cigarettes off you or whatnot but when you start rolling, I didn't realize this, but like no one bombs your cigarette when you roll cigarettes. Huh. Like, you know, no one, someone's like, can I bomb a cigarette? You're like, I just roll them. I'll roll you one. No, you're not. Like, fuck you. Yeah, fuck you, dork. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my dick. I <laughs> thought I was going to bum a cigarette from you, but I Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, just the, so that was a good, that was a good hack. But I got on that a little too late. Got on that like, you know, a week before I came back home. Ah. So I have a pack of rolling tobacco that I'm never going to smoke. Uh, in the house. Yeah. Well, yeah. I want to smoke some weed. Yeah. Man. I want to smoke some weed. 
Me too. Yeah. yeah hell yeah. What's your uh, what, what's your favorite weed smoking device? I don't fucking care. Just you whatever gets well, you high. Dude, you're dude. bad as hell. Dude. You're <laughs> naughty. Oh man. Can you smoke weed at your strip club job? At the uh, it DJ? would be uh, awful to. I've I've uh, not I've like been, at it, but like no. I've high? I've been high there, and I hate it. I hate, really? I hate being. I just hate being high at work. Period. Uh, anywhere. Not like, fun for you. No. No. Can you not function when you're stoned? Not really. really? No. I just want to draw bullshit in my diary mm. and and i don't want to be bothered and I, I forget what i'm doing and i uh and then and then i make dumb mistakes yeah yeah and uh yeah i like i like i used to like being i still like being high like just all the time right but being high at work uh is fun but it's kind of fun now to not be high at work because then you can smoke weed when you get off and you feel hot. It's a lot high. more uh, relaxing. Yeah. It's more of a pleasure. Decompress. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was so, but I do, I do enjoy it. But I mean, I don't know if, uh, if uh, you want to, mm. we don't have any weed here. No, no, yeah. no. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah, you're fucking the ass. Right. Got the show tonight at the secret group at, uh, Eight o'clock, the successful show. That's my new show at the Secret Group. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. How's that been going? Not great. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what room is it in? It's in the in the half room. You know, in the in the showroom, but you know where they put yeah. the curtain, and then it's like half the room. And yeah, what time is it? Eight o'clock. Eight. Yeah. Every other Monday. Every okay. And uh, no, it's going okay. It's just. It's hard to fill up a Monday show, and that's I thought it'd be funny to call it the successful show. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Cause Who else is performing tonight? Will Loden okay. is headlining. Yeah, and then uh, then some new comics. Nice. Yeah. And and you? Yep. And uh, I co-host it with Cody Greenlee and Emily Peacock. We we uh, trade off co-hosting, and then one of us does like a solo set somewhere in the lineup. Ah. And just I like. Uh, getting used to you know the the co-hosting is is like you know sharing the energy on the stage and i don't know like it's like improv mm-hmm. it's hard but it's fun do you, are you performing tonight are you do, are you going up tonight i think you? cody and i are hosting tonight so oh, yeah so we, we have to write out uh, some ideas i don't know what the fuck to say i'm oh. gonna do that uh, george bush joke uh, i don't know though you should try it yeah maybe yeah <laughs> i mean who am i yeah, I don't know. I'll try to come see you, man. Uh, what, so eight p.m. Yeah, and then Avant Garden every uh, Thursday at nine o'clock, and I think we're gonna go with the name Laugh Attic so people know it's upstairs. Yeah, the upstairs of, is fun. Yeah, goddamn it was a great name for a long time. Yeah, but uh, it's not my name, and it's kind of sad to use the name when when George Brito was kicked out of the you know George Brito yeah would have hosted that forever, but then. Yeah, I don't, yeah well, I don't know anything about it's that. He's the coolest guy in the world. But, I fucking uh, love that dude. Yeah. He rocks. Um, I don't know him, but uh, uh, if you like him, I like yeah, him. Yeah, he's the best, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's, he's used to be the host. But well, did we talk about this the last time I came on about the whenever we did that show at Avant Garde and that person got arrested? And the, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun. They're biting like the cop or something like that. Okay, right? let's let's uh let's close on that story. You, you so ahead. okay, you were, you, what was the show concept for that? It was uh it was Dusty and and Gabe used to host it and, and Andrew and, right? or and, and it was and you used to the, the your band would be behind the performers. Yeah, 
during the stand-up sets. Yeah, we would like play uh, people on and off stage. Yeah. And um, and there was one of those nights. I was there. I don't know if I was on the show or not, but uh, there was somebody on the patio who just started going crazy, and and like yeah. she was frothing at the mouth, screaming, throwing stuff, and she yelling. threw a chair. She threw a chair. Yeah. And and she broke a bottle, and mm-hmm. people were trying to subdue her. And, and she bit like a the bouncer or a cop or something. Yeah, but people she was like threatening people with the broken bottle. Yeah, and then um, this one guy came climbing up from behind the winding stairs. She didn't see him coming because he was like sneaking up behind her. Yeah, and then he like grabbed her from behind and got her in a full Nelson. Yeah, and this standoff had been happening for like ten minutes at this point, and for some reason there was a like a police helicopter with the spotlight shining onto the scene when she had the broken bottle yeah and 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 then like the whole scene was lit like it was a movie it was insane with with the guy like grabbing her and getting in her a full nelson with the helicopter above and the well and then she was like she was like getting choked out and her face was like bright beat red remember yeah yeah it was scary hell and it was the first thing of the night it was like 7 p.m we yeah, had just got there. Yeah, it was early, and but there were a lot of people there. It's, yeah, it was it's fucking weird. Amazing how many people used to go there. Yeah, it was jammed up. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I haven't I haven't been there a long time, but I'll go to see you. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> hey, there's your cat, dude. Oh yeah, he's looking at himself in the mirror. Isn't that cute? Pretty rad. <laughs> he's like, well, thanks for having me, man. Uh, thanks for coming by, Drew. And uh, you wanted to talk about your band. What's your uh, band info again? Yeah, just check us out at flyjanet.bandcamp.com. You can buy the record or it's on the streaming platforms or whatever. Fly Janet. Fly Janet, yeah. Okay. And I'm glad we got to the bottom of the name of that, too. Yeah, yeah. Fly Janet. Oh, hold on. Let's try to get Badger on this very last second. Okay. Hold on. Because he called us when we started. Let's see. Yeah. He's a nurse. Did you know that? No, I didn't. My mom's a nurse. Oh, really? Or she was a nurse, but, you know. Let's see. She's retired now. I've, it, mm. It's just the... Oh, here he goes. There he is. Hey, Badger, speaking oh. to the microphone. How's it going? Hey, Badger, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Pretty good. We're about to uh, end up the podcast. It's over now. Okay, cool. Right on. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, Badger's getting married, dude, on Thursday. Ah, well, congratulations. And you're a nurse? No, thanks, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm a nurse. I'm at work right now. All right. Well, all right. Love you. Love you. Bye. Uh, bye, y'all. This has been the Healing Club.